Hello, and welcome to Growth Path, where we discuss skills to help you grow in your career and life. I'm Michelle Tandler, founder of Growth Path Labs. Today, we are going to talk about how to build trust. As the foundation for all relationships, trust is essential for high-performing teams and organizations. People in trusting relationships communicate more easily, collaborate more effectively, and work more efficiently. They have fewer conflicts, experience a greater sense of meaning in their work, and get more done with less. There is no such thing as too much trust. For this episode, we are trying something a little different. Because there is so much to cover, rather than cramming it all into one long episode, we broke it into four parts. Each is about 10 to 15 minutes long, and together they create a series. The first episode, this one, covers definitions of trust, why it's so important, and some principles for building it. In the following episodes, we talk about how to build trust with oneself, that's part two, building trust with others, part three, and the trusting team, part four. They will be released in the next couple of days. Whether you are a new manager, a seasoned executive, or simply looking to collaborate more seamlessly with your colleagues, building trust-based relationships can make your work and life operate much more smoothly. We hope that you find this series helpful. All right, let's dive in. I'd like to begin by sharing a fable, and this is by Aesop from the 6th century BC. Quote, a lion used to prowl about a field in which four oxen used to dwell. Many a time he tried to attack them, but whenever he came near, they turned their tails to one another so that whichever way he approached them, he was met by the horns of one of them. At last, however, they fell a quarreling among themselves, and each went off to pasture alone in a separate corner of the field. Then the lion attacked them one by one and soon made an end of all four. End quote. When we have trust with our teammates, we protect one another. We work together collaboratively to combat outside dangerous forces. It is when we lose trust, when we begin to fight or quarrel, that the circle is broken, and that is when we are vulnerable to attack and when the team falls apart. This episode is ultimately about building trust on a team, which is the ultimate form of trust. But first, we have some pre-work to do. We must discuss trust with oneself, developing trust in and with one another, and ultimately, we'll get to the trusting team. Okay, let's start with what is trust. So I'm going to start with a couple quotes here. One of the most famous writers on management is Stephen Covey. He wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He wrote that trust is the glue of life. It's the most essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundational principle that holds all relationships. He also said, contrary to what most people believe, trust is not some soft, elusive quality that you either have or you don't. Rather, trust is a pragmatic, tangible, actionable asset that you can create. He also wrote, trust is the highest form of human motivation. It brings out the very best in people. I really like that last part about the highest form of human motivation. Uh, in all of my research on trust, I came across over and over again points about how once you have someone's trust, you are highly incentivized to keep it. It's such a special thing. So yes, if you have trust with someone, it is a very strong form of human motivation. It's something you will want to protect. Another quote on trust I really liked is, trust is the lubrication that makes it possible for organizations to work. That was by Warren Bennis, one of the most famous leadership gurus. And then this last quote here by 18th century Scottish philosopher, economist, and essayist Adam Smith, he said, to be trusted is a greater compliment than being loved. 
I went ahead and asked ChatGPT, what does that mean? And it wrote back, the statement to be trusted is a greater compliment than being loved suggests that having someone place their faith and confidence in you is a more significant form of recognition than simply being liked or admired by them. While love is undoubtedly a powerful and valuable emotion, trust is a fundamental aspect of any healthy relationship. When someone trusts you, they believe in your reliability, honesty, and integrity, which can foster a deeper sense of connection and respect. Ultimately, while being loved is undoubtedly a wonderful feeling, being trusted is an essential component of any meaningful relationship, and it is a compliment that speaks to the core of who you are as a person. I'll wrap this section on what is trust with a couple quotes from Simon Sinek, who's written a number of books about management and leadership, one of which, Leaders Eat Last, includes the word trust 219 times. All right, here are some of the highlights from his writings. He wrote, trust is not simply a matter of shared opinions. Trust is a biological reaction to the belief that someone has our well-being at heart. Trust is a feeling, a distinctly human experience. Simply doing what you promise you're going to do does not mean people will trust you. It just means you're reliable. And he gives an example here. He talks about you don't trust technology or rules. You rely on them. He says trust is uniquely human and true trust can exist only among people. And we can only trust others when we know they are actively and consciously concerned about us. So clearly trust is quite complex. There are many different definitions of trust, but hopefully that will give um, a general high level view of some of the different ways that people interpret this very important concept. All right. So why is trust so important? Getting back to Stephen Covey here, he says the ability to establish, grow, extend, and restore trust is the key professional and personal competency of our time. I like that quote so much. I think I'll say it again. The ability to establish, grow, extend, and restore trust is the key professional and personal competency of our time. When people trust one another, they are more likely to cooperate, collaborate, and communicate. And this will lead to greater creativity, productivity, and overall success. Trust is ultimately the foundation of any healthy relationship, whether that's personal or professional. It's essential to building strong, lasting connections. And if you have a job that requires engaging and interacting with others, building and maintaining trust is therefore of the utmost importance. It is ultimately the bedrock of high-performance, high-functioning teams, organizations, and ultimately, trust is the fabric of our society. All right, a couple more reasons that trust is so important. Trust fosters an environment where individuals will feel comfortable sharing their ideas and opinions. And this is critical for a team that is going to work together towards a common goal. We'll get into more depth on that later. Um, without trust, your relationships will be dysfunctional. Without trust, you have cynicism, paranoia, people putting their own interests ahead of the team or company. And conversely, with trust, you can have meaningful debate and discussions and brainstorm and solve problems and come up with big ideas faster and more efficiently. Relatedly to that, the higher the stakes, the more critical it is that you have an environment of trust. If you have some sort of uh, crisis and people need to follow the leader. If you have trust, you will handle that crisis with greater ease and fewer stumbles. You will move faster and be able to do more with less. In an untrusting environment, a lot of energy is spent protecting oneself instead of contributing to the bigger mission and downstream goals. One thing to note here, whether or not you are a manager, trust is incredibly important for you at work. If you are a manager, it's highly important that you facilitate a team culture based on trust, and we'll get into more detail on that in the section on the trusting team. But even if you aren't going to become a manager, you need to have a strong network of trusted people in a company to share information and ideas with. 
I read in the book, The Manager's Path, that the workplace is built around humans and their interactions and these networks form the basis of any career, whether around management or individual technical contributions. And lastly, trust feels good. You know, the joy of friendship and teamwork and having meaningful relationships comes from trust. And so conversely, when trust is lost, team members become guarded, communication becomes strained, people are less likely to share information and ideas and feedback, can hinder a team's ability to work effectively and make progress, and ultimately doesn't feel great. All right, that's enough on what is trust and why it's important. Um, Let's move into the next section here, which is on principles. And just to quickly define what we mean by principles. These are sort of assumptions or beliefs that are going to guide the rest of the episode. We have seven principles that we're going to go through and we'll move pretty quickly through this so that we can start getting into how to build trust. All right, so the first one, trust is the basis for functional relationships and thus organizations. This is essentially what we've been talking about for the past few minutes. Um, A great quote here by Peter Drucker, who is one of the most prolific writers on management throughout the latter half of the 20th century, he wrote in 1999 for Harvard Business Review, organizations are no longer built on force, but on trust. The second principle is trust is reciprocal, a mutual exchange. The great quote here from Lao Tzu, who in the fifth century BC was a Chinese philosopher and the founder of Taoism. He was a legendary Taoist philosopher. And he said, he who does not trust enough will not be trusted. Ernest Hemingway had a similar quote. He said, the best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them. So what we're talking about here is giving trust to receive trust, this mutual exchange. The the reason this is a principle is because sometimes people believe that trust is something you can expect or demand, and that is just simply not the case. You cannot demand trust. If you try to do that, in fact, it can backfire. It can lead to skepticism and an eventual erosion of trust. Trust must be shared and earned. Imagine, for an example, an organization where the leaders trust the employees, but the employees don't trust the leaders, or a marriage where the wife trusts the husband, but the husband doesn't trust the wife. It just doesn't work that way. It, it has to be bidirectional. And Simon Sinek, who's written so much about trust, had a quote on this. Uh, he had a great quote on giving trust. He said, the reason we call someone a leader is because they choose to go first. They choose to extend trust first, even before maybe any signs have been offered that they should. It's the willingness to express empathy before anyone else. The third principle is that trust is created by small actions over time, that ultimately what matters most in building trust is reliability and consistency, and this takes time to build. It also requires patience. We'll get more into that in the next section. The fourth principle is that trust requires vulnerability. You must be willing to open up about weaknesses and mistakes to earn others' trust. And vulnerability might even be something as simple as something like, I messed this up, or I'm not sure what the answer is, or I need help on this. Um, The point is to be genuine and open. The fifth principle is that trust is delicate. Once breached, it can be very hard to rebuild, especially if the breach was severe. For example, lying, cheating, stealing, or betrayal. There's a famous quote that says, trust takes years to build, seconds to break, and forever to repair. That's unknown who said that. A couple other quotes here that I liked on this topic of how delicate trust is. Uh, Lady Gaga said, trust is like a mirror. You can fix it if it's broken, but you can still see the crack. Warren Buffett, the famous investor, said it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. 
And last quote here, Frederick Nietzsche said, I'm not upset that you lied to me. I'm upset that from now on, I can't believe you. The sixth principle is that trust is built and earned in difficult moments. Trust is often built through navigating conflict together. When you solve problems together, when you fail together, that is when trust is really most built. So if you're facing challenges at work, it's a great opportunity to build trust. Even while, of course, winning can bring a lot of joy and excitement, it's typically during the hard times that trust is most built. That feeling of being in the trenches together uh, is hard to replace. And the last principle here, the seventh principle for this section is that actions speak louder than words. Ultimately, it will be your actions, not your personality, that will make people trust you. No matter how likable or knowledgeable you are, it is ultimately your actions over time, also known as honoring your word, that will determine your trustworthiness. All right, that is it for part one of the How to Build Trust series. If you found this interesting and or helpful and you'd like to be alerted when the next episode is ready, please make sure to subscribe at www.growthpathlabs.com. We won't spam you, we promise. Oh, and one more thing. Once we finish all four episodes, we will share the Learn More document. There you can find notes, key takeaways, timestamps, discussion questions, further resources, and more. All right, stay tuned and hope to see you next time. Thank you.